It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the debate over the bipartisan infrastructure bill continues on. We have seen some late-breaking headlines that uh, they may go through the night tonight or may go well into the evening tomorrow to get to a vote on the $1.2 trillion package. But if you think that's the end, it may just be the beginning, and there may have been a big pothole by the Congressional Budget Office. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, Democratic leader of the United States Senate, uh, has said just within the last hour that they are hopeful that they'll either uh, work through the night tonight on amendments and get to a vote, or possibly uh, over the uh, into Friday night, Saturday morning, uh, where they'll continue to look at all the proposed amendments. Uh, of course, everyone has been holding their breath. It was uh, there were a lot of rumblings. A lot of my uh, inside sources. Back in D.C., we're uh, saying this morning, and again, some on both sides of the $1.2 trillion package, some uh, were focused on, well, this is going to be really bad news, and others were saying this is going to be really difficult news. And so I think the answer is yes. And so what that really means is, so the Congressional Budget Office uh, is in charge of, of kind of checking your math uh, is probably the best way to think about it. The Congressional Budget Office will look at a bill, and within a bill, uh, you'll have whoever's writing the bill will say, well, we are going to spend, for example, uh, we're going to spend a trillion dollars on X, Y, and Z, and here's our math to show that. This is why we think it's going to cost that much. And then they'll have to do the math on this is how we propose to pay for it. And we think that money will come from these three places. And so the job of the Congressional Budget Office is to correct the math, <laughs> to to just score it and say, well, we think their assumption that X amount would come in from taxes or X amount could come in from fees or X amount could come in from savings on other programs and so on. And so that is the job of the Congressional Budget Office is to really go through and check the math and to make sure that uh, they're not racking up a, a bill that says we're going to spend a trillion dollars and it will be paid for, you know, by unicorns uh, with Skittles and uh, Lucky Charms. Uh, although there have been a few bills like that, I think, over the years where the score coming back from the Congressional Budget Office was like, yeah, that's just not going to happen. Uh, and so then you get a very negative Congressional Budget Office score, which would say, no, you're still going to be short. You're going to be short by half a billion or a half a trillion dollars. And so that is the job. Now, the interesting thing to me is the fact that everyone expected the Congressional Budget Office to release its score. Again, this is on the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. Uh, they were expected to release that uh, er earlier today, early this morning, East Coast time. 
And we still have not seen an official report to me suggests that the experts within the Congressional Budget Office are rechecking their rechecking of the numbers. And that's not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think a vote should be held until they do have a, a an official score from the CBO. And it's it's not as though the Congressional Budget Office is the all-powerful. Uh, they simply lay out the data, they lay out the case, and then it's still up to Congress to decide whether or not they're going to go, if that score is going to influence anyone's vote on the bill. So, uh, again, not uh, not perfect in any way, shape, or form. And, uh, again, a lot of numbers, a lot of sharpening of pencils going on. Uh, we know that there will be some challenges uh, to what the uh, infrastructure bill has. I think even those who helped write the bill have recognized that some of the projections uh, may have been uh, a little high in terms of income, uh, revenue coming in, or savings that would be made. Uh, and so I don't think there's any uh, delusions of grandeur from those who helped write the bill uh, that there will probably be a few things that will have to be adjusted or that will be recommended to be adjusted based on what the Congressional Budget Office does. Now, you you will hear criticism uh, for some of the things that are in there, and uh, we've talked about some of those uh, on the show in terms of where money is proposed to be coming from, whether or not that money will actually be realized uh, is really the test to it. And and obviously we know that in a 2,702-page bill uh, that there's, there's just a lot of spending going on there, And how that all gets managed and moved uh, is a challenge. Reuters uh, uh, put it in in these terms. They talked about the Congress's fiscal referees, uh, the Congressional Budget Office, uh, are are really kind of going to guide, I think, what comes next as it relates to this bill. Because this will also impact what kind of amendments get done. Uh, Interesting, there was one amendment proposed today uh, which we may not have known about. There's $500 million uh, set aside to buy drones for infrastructure to help us assess how well we're doing with our infrastructure. And so you may say, well, okay, I guess I can, I guess that's okay. You know, if you can have drones that can help look at traffic patterns or can look at deterioration on really tall bridges, uh, fine. If we need some drones, let's get some drones. But what the amendment that was being offered today uh, in the United States Senate said that the drones that will be purchased as part of the infrastructure bill cannot be purchased from China. Uh, Now, to me, that seems like a pretty obvious thing. But again, it wasn't in the bill. uh, And so there has to be clarity. And so that's the challenge with these kinds of big bills is that there's so much in there and then they get dropped on the floor to get dropped uh, in front of the American people. And you have to start going through and assessing, well, what is this money really for? And what's that money really for? And the CBO does this really important work in terms of checking the math to make sure that it's realistic, what they're proposing things will cost. Because occasionally you'll have someone put something into a bill that says, well, you know, it'll only cost us $10,000. And reality is it may cost 200000 And so the CBO is going to look at that and say, nah, that's really going to cost you a lot more than you're saying in the bill. So you should fix that. 
and then again the same on the on the pay for side of the equation and so i think the the big test for uh for all of us is we got to look deeper into the bill there's going to be some amendments going on tonight uh, but watch for the congressional budget score because it will give you some indicators, some things to watch over the next 24 to 48 hours as they try to bring this bill to a vote and see if they can't get it passed and sent over to the House. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.